Okay, this is Lenny D'Angelo. Uh, uh, clockwise in the color wheel. Uh, and uh, units of measure and, uh, and music. Musical notation. Uh, all right. I want to stop talking about this for, for a while. So I think I need to sum up my very disparate thoughts on the subjects here I've been talking about for a long time. Uh, the important thing to remember with both the, clo- the clock, the color wheel, and uh, the music musical uh, octave is that there are 12 units represented, that that is a unit of measurement. On all, in all cases, that's 12 units of measurement. And then there are counting methods for them. Uh, for the clock, the counting method is one unit. One unit equals one hour, right? Everybody knows that. Simple as pie. Uh, the color wheel, as we've discussed, you can, you can look at it in terms of three ways. Uh, in units, in quarters, or counts of four units on represented there, you end up with your primary colors. That is from 12, which is yellow, to 2 o'clock, I'm sorry, to 4 o'clock, which is blue. Four, that's a count of four, four units. Uh, from 4 o'clock to 8 o'clock, which is another count of four units, we get to red. Those are our three primary colors. Four more units takes us back to yellow. That's a full circle. That's how the wheel works, much like the clock. Okay. So that's all very simple. If you do a count of two units, <clears throat> you end up with your secondary colors. Uh, and also the primaries. You end up with primary and secondary colors by doing counts of two. Uh, two o'clock is the, the mixture of yellow and blue, which is green. Uh, four o'clock is blue, as we've said before. Six o'clock is violet. That's a mixture of blue and red. And eight o'clock is red, as we've said. And uh, the ten o'clock, that's two more, would be uh, uh, the uh, orange. Orange, right? So there we go. That's a count of two. You get the primary and secondary colors, which are the celebrity colors. Every every single unit represented in between the odd numbers, as it were, those are the tertiary colors, which are mixes of the primary and secondary. Musical notation works much the same way as it does to find all the celebrity colors on a color wheel, except for two exceptions, which ruin the whole thing. It's a count of two. Now, there are 12 units represented, but for the most part, you're talking about counting two units to get to the, the, big, the big ticket items there. All right. So that's... That, and it gets confusing because you can also count one, much like the color wheel. And as I've said, there are two notable exceptions which show the math of the whole thing off. But the important thing about musical notation is understanding the count. Because as I did before, I oriented my music wheel at C, with C in the 12 yellow position. Why did I do that? Because it represents a major scale, you don't need to understand that, but the, the scale uh, has no sharps or flats in, in it. 
Uh, and if you look at the, the way the wheel uh, progresses, it's sort of, you could see what how. Uh, that doesn't make any sense. All that's important to remember is that with a musical octave, you could, it, it has 12 individual small units. Uh, and the, uh, all of the notes that you, you use in music notation, that's a G through an A, and back to G again. I'm sorry, A through G and back to A again is represented there uh, in those 12 units, these increments. Uh, but for the most part, you count two increments to get to uh, these natural notes, these not sharp or flat notes. And how does that... And, and what you need to understand about that counting system is that it works no matter what you start with. No matter what you start with. It's always cycling back to the one you started with. It always counts in increments of 12. Uh, most of those increments of 12 are counted two. You count two instead of one. Most of them. Uh, right. And so as you do an octave starting with C, you know, it works out as I've said, as I've outlined. If you do an octave starting with A, it works out as I've uh, differently, but, but it's the same concept. If you do an octave starting with a with a C sharp or a D flat, there is no, there is a D flat. It, that's the same uh, deal. It starts with D flat, it ends with D flat. That's all there is to know. It's in in increments of twelve, and you can do it count yourself. So here are the two notable exceptions to screw up the whole friggin' thing, because A through G, that's seven letters of the alphabet. Back to A, that's eight. If you put a unit of an incremental unit in between, you get sixteen. Uh, but unfortunately, there are only twelve. Actually, you don't count the last one. Okay, so seven. Back to eight. You don't you don't count an extra because the, you don't keep going. That's only fourteen. We need twelve units. So what they do is they take two of these. In the, in the single units away to make this whole stupid system work. And the two units that are taken away are the ones in between uh, B and C and the ones in between E and F. B and C, E and F. Now on a color wheel with C in the 12th position, the B is counterclockwise one unit to the, to the left there, right? Uh, the E and the F are down a little bit lower there. Okay. So, that's, so when you're doing your count of two units to get from... And as I've said, they, these are called half and whole steps or uh, semitones and tones. On a guitar neck or another uh, stringed and fretted instrument, you'll notice that the, the two bars of the, of the neck represent that two step or the one step this the tone and one bar of this of the fretted neck represents the semitone on a on a non fretted stringed instrument it just it's a it's a distance between the person's fingers as they put them down on the neck there close fingers is a semitone okay but there are no semitones or half steps between B and C and E and F. 
So let's start with the letter A and go through G. Because that's the way the system was set up. We've got A, and then we've got a half step, AB. We've got B. What do we have in between? No half step, as I've said, just B and C. Between C and D, there is a half step, semitone. Between D and E, there is a semitone between E and F. Second rule, no semitone. Half step, no single units represented here. F and G has a semitone, uh, and then that brings us back to A. Between G and A, there is a semitone. Each of those semitones are half steps. If you're counting from, a whole note represents... A sharp or a flat? A sharp of the note that precedes and a flat of the note that proceeds. Is that right? Follows. I'll say follows. That's the system. What does it mean? I don't know. It means there are very small incremental changes in sound with a semitone and a little bit larger changes in sound with a tone, with a full tone, with a two unit advance. The wheel helps us represent this. The musical stave, the thing that we're all pretty familiar with, do not, because it only uses sharp and flat symbols. In a musical stave, as you may have noticed, uh, it moves from bottom to top to represent how the pitch goes up. ba 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 But the movement of the notes on the stave, because there's only f- five lines and four spaces and then spaces above and below that are done with ledger lines. That's extra lines drawn in between. Uh, it, it, it only moves up one. It's a very small movement that represents these two unit uh, steps, incremental uh, tones. So, for example, uh, you know, uh, you, we all know the every good boy does fine, do we not? On the, to represent the lines on your every. Uh, and then in, in between your every and your good is, the, is your F. That's E and F. To, to rep- and as I've said, no semitone in between E and F. When you move the note up on the staff, uh, you just move it from the line to the space above, right? But even when there's a unit of two, like between A and B, which would be the second space and the, uh, the, the third line, it still only moves up from the space to the line. And then there's a sharp or a flat symbol to show you the difference that it when it's a semitone. And that's confusing. It's confusing. It's very confusing. Not confusing on a piano, but confusing conceptually. So I think this wheel is very helpful and useful. Especially when you orient it with either A at the at the twelve o'clock yellow position or C at the twelve o'clock yellow position. And I could beat this over and over again, but I, I think I can't keep going with this. It's too much. It's too friggin' much. It needs to be retired. I, I, in practice, this is important. I think I think as a conceptual tool, we should have learned music this way. It makes a whole, a whole lot more sense uh, to learn music this way. It, because it's impossible, I think, to understand the tone and semitone thing looking at the staff. And to, to, to conceptualize that for visual people, for visual people. 
and, and I've always been a you know like the annoying people at my work say I'm visual I don't understand what you're talking about draw me a picture how about I punch you in the friggin face instead see if you can visualize that I'm sorry that's a little aggressive for uh, 7 o'clock in the morning don't you think a little bit aggressive tiny bit a little bit I don't know. I don't like when people are like... I'm a visual person to excuse their uh, unwillingness to participate in the thought process you're laying out in front of them. That I don't care for. I'm trying my best to to visualize the the musical uh, octave uh, in a way that actually works. The staff don't represent 12 incremental units, but the wheel does. See, the wheel is important. And I am happy that uh, the color wheel uh, matches up, the clock face matches up this, this particular concept. If it weren't for that B and the C and the E and the F not having those spaces in between, uh, everything would be wonderful. It would all be as simple as it can be. So you got to remember those two exceptions. Now, how are you going to remember that? Well, if you orient C at the 12 yellow position on a color wheel, the clock face. Between C and D is a count of two that puts us at our secondary color. That's a green. Between D and E is a two-unit count that puts us at four o'clock. That puts us at blue. So far, easy peasy lemon squeezy. However, then we're at the E. And the E and the F don't have a semitone. And therefore, we go from our primary to our tertiary color, from four o'clock to five o'clock, from blue to blue, violet. Damn it! Now what? Doesn't matter. All you need to know is that, ex- with the exception of E and F and B and C, you're doing two counts around the wheel. Doesn't matter where you start. That's an important thing to remember, and it's going to come in handy later when you're doing complex musical math. Ugh. So now we're on blue-violet. So it's no longer an easy thing, but it is a possible thing. If you've memorized your color wheel using the tools that I've laid out ad nauseum, here's what you need to know. If you start at a tertiary color and you move two units, you're at another tertiary color. That means from this point on, all of the colors on the left side of the color wheel are going to, all the notes represented on the left side of the color wheel are going to land on tertiary colors. Because we're still counting in units of two. Now, we started at a primary, we counted in units of two, up to E. From C to E. So it worked out that we were at primary and secondary colors. Now we're in the odd numbers. We're in the tertiaries. But there's still consistency here. Because between F and G... It's a two count, two units from one tertiary to another. That's blue, violet, two, red, violet. All right? It ain't impossible. It's just not as simple. All right. From red, violet, going to count two more. That takes us for where, 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 G? That takes from G to A. That's from red, violet, two. Way far it. Red, orange, right? Red, orange. From, red, from A to B, it's two more counts. That's from red-orange 
to yellow-orange. There we go. Remember, no semitone between B and C, and that's where we're at. We're a red or, or yellow-orange. That's 11 o'clock. No semitone. Well, that means there's only a count of one, and that means we're back at yellow. There you go. It works out. The whole thing works out. It's not simple, but it works out. To me, it works. Because of uh, leap year. It's just like leap year. Well, we got the schedules all worked out. We've drawn up calendars. I suppose it's all set in stone. Up, 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 up. Hold on a minute. There are small units that are that are screwing the whole thing up. Oh, I see. Well, let's throw away a whole year. How about that? And everybody born in that year is, is 100 years old. Or, or wait, is it? They're like 10 years old. By the time they're 60. I don't know how that works. I can't do the math on that either. Maybe they should put that on a wheel. We should have done a calendar wheel instead because they were 12. We could make it work out. 12 months in a year. Hey, hey, hey. Just saying, I'm not saying, I'm just saying. Seven days in a week, just like the musical uh, uh, lettering system. We could have made it work out. I don't friggin' know. Please don't make me uh, tie in another system into this stupid thing I've been working on. Okay. I find this interesting. I find it important. I uh, have. Uh, this is a way for me to visualize. This is a way for me to understand. Because understanding is, is the key. Yeah. Eventually, you're going to do this... Uh, from the heart, right? That's the goal. I can't do it from the hand or the head. But I'm working toward doing it from the heart. And that is a big idea that, that I should take into the rest of my life. It's the same thing. It's the same thing. It's all got to be from the heart. Straight from the heart, as Brian Adams would say. Uh, 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 straight from the heart. Straight from the heart. You know what? I got to say, guilty pleasure, Brian Adams. Guilty pleasure. I know it's corny as fuck, but it's... it's, What a voice on that guy. I don't know. That music's corny, but I I love it. I do. I really love it. All right. This is Leonard Angelo, right? Can't stop this thing we started, right? (laughs) Okay. All right. Uh, all right, let Angel.